I'm in the Okanagan. This is Amita Switlow, a QSO VSO West. And I was doing a presentation, and then somebody in the audience said, that's me! <laughs> and it's Leslie Dyke. And Leslie, when did you serve with us and where? I served in Indonesia, uh, 2007 to 2009, and I was in Timor, Indonesia. And what were you doing? I was building capacity with the local health department to do health promotion. Is that what you do here? Yes, that's what I do here. I'm health promotion for Interior Health Authority. Oh, oh public health. Mm -hmm. When you went there, what were some of the surprises for you? Um, I was surprised at how much they knew about basic um, health, um, cause, effect, appropriate treatment, um, appropriate health behaviors. Their actual basic knowledge um, was quite good. But the problem was actually putting it into action. So I, was, I expected to have to go and do a lot of basic teaching around um, the reasons why certain health promotion behaviors are necessary, but they understood that. They just couldn't take what they knew and turn it into, translate it into action. So that was the big, the big challenge. Give me an example. I need to wash <coughs> my hands, but yeah. I don't have water? Yeah, it, that's a really good example. So one of my um, most significant projects, which surprised me, uh, was the development of a low-cost hand-washing station. So when I got there, they knew that the big issue was hygiene, and they knew that their communicable diseases, um, infectious diseases, were largely as a result of uh, hygiene issues, and they knew they should be teaching people to basically wash their hands. Um, and they knew that water was a problem, but they couldn't get to the next step. So really what I ended up focusing on was teaching them the very basic concept that you need to make the healthy choice the easy choice. I like that. Yes, and that's a, a basic principle of health promotion. And it works here in Canada and it works in developing countries because humans are humans. We're all lazy. If, it, <laughs> if it's not easy, we won't do it. So in health promotion, the basic concept, most important, is make the healthy choice the easy choice. So one of the um, uh, projects I did that was most impactful was where um, I used an idea that had been um, tried by development people um, 20, 30 years ago in Africa, and they had taken a gourd um, model and they'd used um, these plastic, almost like milk jug containers that were all over the place at that time, and they created a design where you hang it at an angle and put a little tiny pinhole in it and then when you pull down, a little tiny stream of water comes out of that pinhole. When you let go, the jug swings back up and then the water stops flowing. So you use 50 mils of water rather than one liter of water. Now, where I was in Indonesia, they didn't have those kinds of um, plastic jugs. Or they didn't have the gourds and didn't have the plastic jugs that had been used in this development project. But they had different, uh, they had plastic uh, oil uh, bottles that were like, um, I guess, the three, four liter bottle type. And so um, I developed a prototype um, and finally got it to work, and which you could make with any old bottle lying around and some string and a hot nail and a candle. And uh, you can make one of these tippy taps. And uh, so I developed that. And one of the first things I did was in the, the health department did not have a place to wash hands.
Ah. The health department did not have a place to wash hands. So you started... So I installed a tippy tap in the health department. And then we did some projects in villages where we taught children how to make tippy taps. And one of the most satisfying things was when I got an email. I've been back over a year now, and I got an email from one of my colleagues. And um, he said that they've just implemented a big project of teaching villagers how to build tippy taps. And they got funding from PLAN and UNICEF oh. to build tippy taps in all the villages as a core part of their hygiene promotion. Now I see excitement in your voice when you say yeah, that. Yeah, that was so satisfying. You well, know, that congratulations. Was, exactly. That's one of the, the really positive things that happened. That's a good story yeah. you can tell. I can tell you a really um, opposite story if you'd like. I'd love that. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. So one of the things that they did um, is they had gotten some funding from UNICEF to use traditional dance with kids in the grade five, six age, bring them into the town, and then they would modify the dance and the poem, the, the song, to be about um, uh, hygiene about how people need to live, you know, healthy hygiene kind of healthy lifestyle types of lives. It's okay, Francis, they can edit that part out. <laughs> okay. They can, they, so what they can do is they can um, uh, teach the children to, to uh, or the children will come up with new words for these dances, and they'll perform a dance, and the words are changed. Instead of being about a traditional story, it's about... Um, uh, um, healthy hygiene, healthy lifestyles. So they got the money to do this and they said, oh Mrs. Leslie, you can be on um, the documentation committee. And I said, what's the documentation committee? Thinking that I, this is all in Indonesian, thinking I didn't understand. And they said, oh that's where you take pictures and you use this fancy new video camera that we got from Jakarta, they sent to us. I'm like, oh that's great, okay, and then what do we do with the video? And they said, well, we save it on a CD. Well, what do you do with it? It goes in this drawer. Well, but what do you, well, you don't do anything with it. It proves that we did the event. It proves that we used the money the way we said we were going to do it. Very Indonesian way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, what if we took that video and we actually used it to tell the story, to tell the story of what we're doing? And maybe what we can do is tell the story, and then we can go to the to the local government, and we can get some funding to do this again, because this is one-year-only funding, just from UNICEF for this one year. So they said, okay. So I taught them how to, you know, uh, do a storyboard, right, to all the basic steps of telling a story. I taught them how to take video, how to edit it, how to compile it into a story. Um, and they basically, at the end of it, had not the fanciest, but a 15-minute video that told the story of how they did it and had the kids and it showed the kids before and during and after and had interviews and things like that. Well, I had left Indonesia at that point and so I heard from an email that they, that they took the video and they had shown it to some decision makers. And I was very excited, well, as soon as you hear something, let me know. So come the new year, when they got their budget from the local government, they said, they sent me an email and they said, we got funded. We got funded to do the project again. And I was so excited. That was so great. But then she said, but they didn't give us any of the funding to do any of the other things that we normally do 
in our health promotion department. Oh, that's why that's a bad story. So what happened was, instead of doing all the really good work they've been doing, that was kind of core every year that I had been trying to improve, instead the government took this flashy, really cool project, which don't get me wrong, it was a good project, but it was not core health promotion work and it was not going to have the benefit or the it impact of their core work and they funded the sexy work they didn't fund the kind of core um, public health promotion work so what I did is I basically helped them to wipe out their entire funding base for their program as a result of what I did that is a fantastic story to tell. Yeah. This outcome. Well, it's the unintended consequences. Unintended. And, and you go in and you think you know. And you're teaching and you're empowering and you're, you're advocating. And the end result is, unintentionally, a decision is made that does you know, support this idea but eliminates everything else. And if someone had said to me as a professional health promoter, if you had to choose between this and this, I would not have chosen our fancy, flashy project. I would have chosen improving and strengthening the core public health promotion work. So I have a tippy-tap story, which is fabulous and great and sustainable and was carried on. And I've got the eliminate the entire budget story. Thank you. During our event tonight, um, you had some very, very wonderful and interesting and wise wise suggestions and thoughts and I want to thank you first for your service during a very difficult time of two organizations merging together and uh, and coming back and continuing the work Act Global and no think global act, act global, global. Yes. And that's what you're doing now that's right well, that's, very my public, that's my public health work great I work in public health so there you go. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much you're for welcome. your service